Hi guys, it's TJ here. Um, just yesterday when we were doing our episode, uh, this episode live, uh, we were having we had some audio issues in the beginning of the show that we did not pick up on until a, probably a good I don't know hour or so in. Um, so us talking about all the news and everything, um, very little news in box office this week um, has been cut. So you're just going to get our discussion on the movies themselves. Um, I will uh, put our top or our ranked lists in the description below for me sean and noel um and yeah uh we'll see you on the channel and enjoy the episode it should be good now stop getting out of camera i'm sorry thanks daniel Always oh. keeping me in check. I had to just lean over, you know. I will just say to me for Half Blood Prince, it's just because I am. Well, like to me, my favorite group. Daniel of, said so. Sorry, so much better now. Okay. Oops. Okay. Good. Oh, uh, forgot about the Elgato again. Uh, okay. Sorry. What? Well, let us know before we, the oh, actual okay, what, movie starts, and then we'd Sean? be able to help. Huh? Were we going after Sean? Is that well, okay. so, well, so here's my thing. Now, here's my thing. Oh I want to know. Okay. Yeah. I so my my list is very heavily based on, on book to movie inter ad adaption. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is slightly influenced because that's book integrity to me, which is very important when you're doing any series, TV or movie mm -hmm. that's based off of a book. You have to have int integrity of the characters. Because you miss inner dialogue. Mm -hmm. You miss a lot of the, like, nuances that are subtly, like, noted. So you have to maintain the basics of the freaking movie. Mm -hmm. Half-Blood Prince, there was no... There's a huge component of the book that explains Tom Riddle and his background. Where the hell was Marope, okay? Where the hell was she? You don't even know what name I I'm talking about. You don't even, you don't even know what I'm stuff. talking about. That's his mother. Oh, okay. Yeah. It discusses the lineage back to Salazar Slytherin. Okay. It also formulates, like, he came from an abusive, toxic home. Mm -hmm. What do you think that leads to, which is what we have this discussion, like, education for? Mm -hmm. Like, that kid is going to become traumatized and cling to the first fatherly like figure, yeah. who was Dumbledore. Mm -hmm. So, Half Blood Prince did show Dumbledore going to the orphanage, and, like, Tom yeah. was like, look at all my goodies. Right. They did not specify or spend enough time, like, peering into the box that showed you those are going to be his future, like, 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 there was just significance with the box, with mm -hmm. the diary of Horcruxes. Yeah. Half-Blood Prince is supposed to lead into the topic of Horcruxes and imply the significance of splitting your soul. Mm -hmm. There was none of that. None of that. You just get, like how sullen it was how gloomy yeah it was like a slight discussion but you didn't understand the his fixation with the like hogwarts as an institution and each of the four um founders having a place in society he yeah. was trying to find his place in society the only thing that was his calling was being a wizard just like how harry it's supposed to be very much a lot of parallel so that when the final culmination of the battle happens in Deathly Hollows, you get all the emotional anticipation. Where is it in the movie? You tell me. Fair enough. Well, for me, I and that's that's totally valid. To, like absolutely. That's why I have it low. 
yeah and that's and that's totally valid um you know every every ranking every list for anything is valid it's just but um especially i feel like when you're talking about harry potter if you put book integrity high up on your on your how you're ranking them that's 100 percent valid for me i yes i've read the books and everything but you know for me i just i have such more an attachment to the films Mm -hmm. i just base it off of my pure enjoyment and attachment to the films and the stories that the films present and for me i just i really love like the order and all those and the the marauders and all that like that to me like you know not that harry can not that harry can like you know get lost or whatever like i like harry too but i really like that whole end of things and I really like, like most people, I really like Snape as a character. And so I just like a lot of the stuff that's going on with, like, Snape and the Unbreakable Vow and, like, the whole Draco dynamic of it. Which... Don't even fucking talk about the Unbreakable Vow! Well, it's just... No! No, the scene was so different in the book! No, see, I'm, I'm gonna get so annoyed right now. Okay. Here's the Okay, here's the thing we have to remember. I understand you have to, ad- it's, you have to adapt the book Correct. the best you can. The movie you only have about two two and a half hours to tell yeah. a story. The book you have thousands of pages to do it, and you can go as much detail yes. as you can. So I think we just need to keep that in context. Yeah, I yeah, but the, there's like certain aspects where you can you can make a scene thirty seconds, mm-hmm. but like the language has to be the same. A lot of it is just the way that the characters portrayed themselves. Yeah. Like Snape had to do it. This is where we still don't know Half Blood Prince. We still don't know that he is on both sides, yeah. right? We still have to have the impression that he is unshakably for Voldemort. Mm-hmm. The unbreakable vow was supposed to cement that decision for you as the reader and you as the person who's the audience. It does not cement it in the book because he's so hesitant about it. Mm-hmm. Even though, because that's where Narcissa, or not Narcissa, Bellatrix, mm-hmm. really, like, she doesn't, I don't, I can't recall it, but she doesn't have that much of an impact in the in the adaptation in the scene but in the book she's like she literally is taunting snape like yeah are you really his um most loyal follower mm-hmm. you have to prove it she's literally taunting him and goading him and he reluctantly does it like yeah. there's this like little ooh, like maybe he yeah. is but it's like okay he did the unbreakable vow it's unbreakable it's unshakable mm-hmm. and i i just think like but yeah i and and not just that too but like i like like the slughorn stuff and i like i just enjoy and yes it is like you said it's like it's very doom and gloom like that whole movie basically but i just think like there's just so many there's i like all the snape stuff in it yes but also there's um like the stuff with slughorn and like when we were talking me and tj were talking about before the show started like um the like when they go and find that aragog is dead and like haggard standing there (laughs) and there's that whole funeral scene yeah, where yeah. he's like, or he's that like, was so funny. Or he's like, and the pincers. <laughs> yeah. and but just like when Slughorn's just like, you know, the body will decay. But yeah. when he's just like trying his best to do a funeral for like this spider. And I, I just love when he, when he first walks up and he's just like, oh my God, how did you kill it? And he's yeah, like, literally. what are you talking about? He's like, Hagrid's See, so but that upset. Was, that was very accurate. Where it was, yeah. Slughorn yeah. was always like this bumbling idiot. But because. Like Dumbledore and Slughorn were always like people are like they're fucking weird, but they're brilliant, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That he was supposed to be another fucking weird as shit, but brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about the past characters, Moody. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all these very very important figures that are less like oh, a little odd. Yeah. Little little trippy. Yeah. But that scene was like 
to the T how the book was. But mm-hmm. he's saying us. He's saying it. He didn't say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's even funnier if like you envision books as you read. Now, I'll throw back to YouTube because mm-hmm. I love my second favorite character. Again, I'm I'm saying like these are my first and second favorite character. It's like a lot of people's yeah top characters, but my second favorite character is my uh cat's namesake, my my OG cat, uh Sirius Black. Um, I love Sirius Black as a character. I love Gary Oldman's portrayal. Yeah. I love everything about that. To me, everyone's everyone's undying love of Prisoner of Azkaban. And I know that we've talked about this with my thoughts on The Dark Knight. It's like The Dark Knight to me. It's like, okay, yeah, it's a good movie, but it's not like, just to me, it's like, it's not like, oh my God, this is like the best movie. Like, this is the best thing that they've ever, like, when people still, after, you know, The Dark Knight, I'll just use that as an analogy. Mm-hmm. Like, that movie came out so long ago at this point, and it is a great, fantastic and, movie, yeah. just like Prisoner of Azkaban is. But. It's not like the end all be all of what the franchise or in Dark Knight's case, like the what the genre could right, could yeah. achieve. And but to me, again, it's still a fantastic movie. Yeah. It's just it it's not my number one just because on a pure enjoyment level, I enjoy those other ones a lot more. And I know the next okay. thing we'll probably well, one of the things we'll go at is my placement of Deathly Hallows Part One. But for, we'll <laughs> yeah. talk about Old Prisoner the, uh, of Azkaban. Yeah, okay, for okay, now. To me, like Azkaban, like just rewatching it, I've watched like six of them in the past mm-hmm. like two days yeah um azkaban after watching sorcerer's stone chair of secrets it was just like different like you could yes. feel it adult and it yes and it's like well, it's, yeah. and even like like i said this to danielle when we were watching it like just like the first shot i was like this just looks different mm-hmm. like and it might be alfonso crone behind the camera it is you know, I love, yeah. he love he him. that's one thing that he i mean obviously him as a director is fantastic on a whole nother level but he when he came after he took over for Chris Columbus and he just he just set the tone for what mm. that franchise was going to be for the rest of it. And I and honestly I will say I think it's I think it's he set the tone and the tone that he set for Michael Gambon as his version of Dumbledore also set the tone for the rest of the movies going forward oh, because which is something we have to do. Because <laughs> Alfonso Cuarón could have come in and said I want the orange and yellow out. I, you know, I'm going with like the blue color palette and that, which looks beautiful and everything. But they could have just been like, okay, Michael Gambon, you know, you know, watch what Richard Harris did. Do yeah. that. And it's like, yeah. no, they Thank were God like, they didn't. Well, we'll talk about <laughs> that. There, he's got. Hang out. Don't don't say anything on Dumbledore because he asked me before we started. He was like, "Who's your favorite Dumbledore?" And I said, "Don't say anything." Because <laughs> well, that'll be a whole. Other thing. We are really diving into controversy. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, but yeah, like I think I think both of those things really defined, and and I have to give a credit for that too, okay. is that it definitely set the tone for the rest for of the, the rest of the franchise going forward completely <clears throat> in a, in a very good way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Did you want to say anything else? No, about I'm prison? good. I'm good. All right. So here's my defense of why I have it as number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First off, it literally as you guys have already said it set the tone for how harry is now seeing that hogwarts isn't his safe place anymore Mm -hmm. he has been exposed to problem after problem and he's literally a 13 year old child right but this is where age and puberty comes into context where this is where in the books you start to get his dialogue you start to get his 
sense of identity, like who am I? This is when we start to see a lot of the pondering. We start we start seeing his anger, by the way. Mm-hmm. The flashes of anger with his his aunt or yeah. uh Dursley's sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> funniest oh, funniest yeah. interpretation, by the way. <laughs> Pretty accurate. Um But even then, like that scene, like she literally disgraces him as like lower than her dog. It's disgusting. Oh yeah, yeah. Reprehensible. Yeah. Well she says and I'm quoting this so it's not i wouldn't use this term but one of my favorite lines in favorite i mean just so fucked up and a great (laughs) character piece is when she's like you know you see it all the time with dogs where she's like if there's something wrong with the The bitch bitch, there's there's something something wrong with the pup and i'm like and i'm just like that and that's when he throws the towel and he's just like like, all right you get the fuck out of here like yeah (laughs) like literally yeah yeah and Um, it's like and it's i'll I'll say this again, too, when we get to Deathly House Part 1, because there are things in that movie that, you know, it's not my number. Just like Prisoner of Azkaban, I still love it, but it's not my number one. Deathly Hallows, it's not my number one. There's still problems with it. One of which is, I think there's a lot of, and this lends to the book as well, there's a lot of really, really good deleted scenes that got oh, that got I deleted know, from that movie, me. including, like, the one where Petunia is, like, yeah. say, talking about, like, Lily and how long they've lived in the house and that the scene with her and Harry yes that got outside cut. the car yeah that that was like didn't even notice that yeah there, there's a <laughs> and lot Dudley of, yes. Dudley's dumb hunkering ass stuff yeah he was like what he's yeah he's like why can't us? Harry come with like it's we'll talk about it when we get there but okay. the, the Dursley stuff especially in the beginning of that movie <laughs> yeah Dursley's got, is just kind of like boom it's done. just one shot where Vernon's yeah. just like it's not safe here anymore that's R&P it because he passed yeah. anyways though yeah back to three. Yeah. The reason why I have it so placed though is because mm-hmm. Alfonso's de- like attention to detail was so ridiculous in this movie. From the freaking spinal column floating candles in Lupin's room, he had all the different like this because this was when the dark uh, defense against dark arts was really being like hyped up. Like get hyped. Mm-hmm. We finally have somebody who's competent who who's like obsessed with it. Um. They, I will say my critique of this, though, is with the introduction of the Marauders map, mm-hmm. they had the opportunity to show the, the Animangus. Anim, Some of the words I honestly still butcher because I read them when I was a child, but mm-hmm. I just read them. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Oh, um, like the Animagus, you mean like the animals? Yes, yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. into the animals. He they, was just talking about that. Yeah, because they should have. This was a, a missed opportunity where, you know, you have Fred and George. They could have, like been talking about oh like whatever um but they had the opportunity to like show that flashback of all of them deciding to band around to support lupin Mm -hmm. but again that would have been really hard to cast i don't blame them for not including it but like that's a little token that was like very important because then when it goes to his um why am i blanking When he casts uh, Expecto Patronum, the Patronus. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't think. Yeah, of I was word like, for it. I was like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you would see like the significance of why his Patronus is a stag. A, a stag. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it represents his father. Yeah. Like those are the little missed details that I will critique about that movie, but it's just so well done. Yeah. And like that, like the choice of actors. Oh yeah. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Like. And we get uh, um, Timothy Spall for the first time as uh, Peter Pettigrew, which is, like, just one of the best. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, the villains in this series were so smartly cast 
because you despise them after you watch the movie. And like can I'll you, see them in something else, I'll be like, oh, I hate them. I do the same. Can thing. you remind yeah. me? Can you remind me? It's been so long since I read the book. The last time in the movies that you see Peter Pettigrew is, does he die right there with Dobby? Like, does he kill him when he's at the door, like to the cellar when they're at Malfoy Manor? I thought he just got. Like, I thought he just got stunned. stunned. Yeah, he that's got what I stunned. thought. But then where is he? Like, because he's not in part two at all. Like. I was just trying to think if he was at the Battle of Hogwarts and he wasn't. No, he wasn't at the I Battle of Hogwarts. I can't remember what happened to him. I can't remember if Bellatrix lost her shit and killed him because I. That sounds like a. Oh, pretty thing. sure he might have been one of the bodies on the ground when, like Griphook and them, or when when yes. Voldemort's walking uh, through. I'm all pretty the people sure are killed at Malfoy Manor. I'm pretty sure because she went ape shit. Yeah, she went ape shit. So like. Yeah, she like killed everybody. I just can't like I can't remember that. It's like a one paragraph scene, and I can't. That's remember. A, that's another thing. But I'm, too. I'm like, that's like 97. What me and him were talking about too. Is that in the book to movie adaptation? Like, there's just so many things that even just as a movie, if you take the book out of it, even just as a movie there's that they gloss continuity. over, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like like that, like that's something that. If you if the books well, didn't exist, you'd be like, wait, what happened to Peter? That was a yeah. pretty main <laughs> no, character. Because like, I'm pretty sure she like I'm pretty sure the way that the book describes it is that like her fucking foot like goes on his face. She didn't give a shit about people, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. She didn't like brush him aside mm-hmm. oh, because yeah. he wasn't a true follower yeah. of of Voldemort. Oh. Because he usurped um, yeah. his power for him. Yeah. There's a and mm-hmm. the, the other thing I was talking about just to like again I don't really have any context with the books, but. Something that I've noticed, like rewatching the movies, is that they do leave out a lot of like very kind of big things. I feel like that are probably in the book. Like for example, I was talking to him, like the Horcruxes. Like I didn't know that eat like there was three of them that were related to the founders of the school. Like because they no, don't four or four, yeah, because, yeah. All what four. Is, what is the one that it was for Gryffindor? Because we were trying to think and figure that out. Oh shit! Because no, it's the cup. Be the cup is for Hufflepuff, Ruby, and Ravenclaw. The, uh, yeah. Yeah, and the then tiara. and then of course the locket is Salazar Slytherin's locket. But what was locket, the and he also had the ring. Yeah, what, that was his descendant. What was the Gryffindor one? No shit. I was trying to think because like technically oh, no, he tried. He tried doing the Sorting Hat and he tried doing, uh, he tried doing the Sorting Hat because it mm-hmm. like you can, um, pluck. The sword of sword. Hold on, yeah. no, this is gonna bother and me. And then did he try to do the sword? Is that no? What it was? He could. Okay. He knew he couldn't do the yeah. sword because it's goblin. It was oh goblin right, crafted. yeah, because it was goblin made. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then he tried negate, to do the hat. It would, na- yeah. it, it would negate the effect against the horse. Right, but like, yeah. like when I was telling Sean earlier, I was like, with the cup, it's like they don't say anything. They that's just say what I'm it's saying. a cup. So that's why, <laughs> that's why I have six so low is because yeah, six gives you the explanation because that's when Dumbledore says like why his hand is decayed. Mm-hmm. He has to explain also the Occlumency lessons where he uh, where Snape and Potter go through yeah. his mind. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how power? Like we saw one of the one flashbacks revert, like yeah. uh, reverberate against mm-hmm. Snape, where he went, uh, he went right, into yeah. his mind and yeah. was like, "Lily, love of my life," and that's where you start to see, like, oh, he he was so in love with yeah. her, like enamored mm-hmm. from when he first met her, yeah. yeah, and that's where like that's a missing part where you don't even need to use words. You literally yeah. don't even need to use words to explain, like. The significance of each moment. And Hold the on. other, the other thing it. that I I forget which which it was it was the, uh, part two actually I think mm-hmm. that uh, I told Sean I was like wait a minute I was like when did Harry get the mirror that the like Sirius like gives him a no the the mirror that was Sirius is that Aberforth had 
Like they just never address it. It's like he, all, he's like it's off book. screen. He starts the movie with the shard, <laughs> and then in the yeah. in part two, Aberforth says that Mundungus gave it to. Yes. It was um, in. It was in. Uh, Place. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I, all of a sudden, I'm oh, watching the movie. Maybe, and I'm like, where did that thing? Maybe come from? he. Do- you know what? I don't know. I don't know, that, I don't him, know this for sure. Maybe Harry just picks up the shard when they're at oh, in the house. Grimmel Place. When they're or there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he just does it like really quick. He might. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's because that's where the shard was. Like that's where he picked it up, but they don't they don't show that, and they definitely yeah. don't explain anything about the mirror no, until you get well, all the way to Aberforth's God. house. Yeah. And also, they didn't show anything about like the sister, which is a whole other yeah. Like Albus Dumbledore. Well, now Dumbledore. we're getting apparently we're well. He has a whole, third brother. We're apparently, we're doing a whole fucking movie about <laughs> about them next like with the can't. secrets of Dumbledores or whatever the hell it's called. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's which a, wait, I will say. Sorry, real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't really dive into. Is when they're at the wedding and they're sitting down. And he's talking to uh, that guy, and the other woman's like chiming mm-hmm. in or whatever. And yes. she's like, "Oh, uh, he killed three they, people or three muggles." His dad, yeah. They and were, I'm like, like "Family moved there, yeah." Okay, and like, it's because there was like they were picking on. Is that more well, in the book? This, that's or? part. That's part of half foot. Yeah, <laughs> and like it goes because it, goes it explains why. That. Because so, okay, context. Tom Riddle's mother mm-hmm. was obsessed and in love with a muggle. Tom Riddle was a muggle, folks. Tom Riddle Sr. So the influence was that she was, like, desperate to get his love and adoration. Mm-hmm. So she did, like, a love potion. She was a very highly skilled witch because she has Salazar's blood in her. Mm-hmm. Her father found out, and her father literally was like, I'm going to kill you. Like, this, you're, like, you, you're a pure blood. This is not what we do. Mm-hmm. And then he found out that she was pregnant and he went, again, ape shit on her. So then she, like, I, I believe she, she like, killed, she killed all these people because she's like, well, worst case scenario, like, I'll have him forever and he'll love me. And, like, this, it just broke. This, mm-hmm. It just didn't hit because love potions never last. Like, that's mm-hmm. something that they signify in Goblet of Fire because um, Ramalda... Ramalda Vane. Thank you. Ramalda yeah. Vane tried oh, yeah. to um, get Harry to be in love with her, and she, he was like, uh, no. Um, Is that in Go- don't They do that in a different movie. Oh, maybe it is. No, oh, uh, that's, Order? No, no, that one's Half-Blood Prince. Oh, shit. Same goes, movie. Same movie. then Ron takes it and then has... Uh, the Beazor. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting, all, I'm getting myself all mixed up because I'm thinking of Lavender Brown. Oh, okay. Smoking yeah. on R. to R. Ron. R.I.P. R.I.P. But, um, no, but so it's like this whole thing because that's why, like, like, that's why Snape felt like Voldemort trusted Snape because Voldemort was also a half blood. Mm -hmm. He knew Snape was a half blood. Harry's a half. Like, this is where, like, it all ties together. Why there's a connection in this and like the sense of not identifying with either Mm -hmm. side that you belong to. Because Tom Riddle all his life thought he was like from this very very pure line very pure family and then he encountered his birth family and was like oh this is a problem and he killed him on the spot well yeah. damn that shit ain't even nowhere near movie. i know <laughs> right yeah, there's a lot of shit in the book i'm um, still looking by the way i i genuinely can't find if there was supposed to be Gryffindor because the intention was six and then harry was ac- ac- accidentally seven. seven yeah um what was i gonna say yeah but there's like there's a lot of um 
shit like with the with Dumbledore's family and stuff like it was basically like his these three boys were like picking on Ariana because she you know was a witch or whatever she was and a now, squib yeah and oh yeah that's right and, and now we do also don't talk about squibs by the way yeah like I was telling him before like yeah. with like Filch and stuff like yeah, it's, it's basically yeah. the opposite of a mudblood like it's somebody who's it's born to a magical family yeah. with no magic which mm. is why you saw him dusting up the remnants of the yeah. Hogwarts castle. He couldn't just go. Oh, it's all yeah. good yeah. now. <laughs> but again, it, it touches onto Albus Dumbledore's kindness. Yeah, he always had a home for people who didn't have a home at Hogwarts. Mm. Mm-hmm. So like Winky and Dobby and, Go- and Goblets of Fire. Yeah, and like all the all of the, the house elves. The house elves. Spew. Yeah, okay, spew. we're getting to it. We're gonna all that stuff and like the. You have no idea what the kitchen. Idea. This is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> spew was like the. It was that. All the all the food is made like it's not just like magic into existence. Like there's like slave labor <coughs> of house elves making all the food, and oh. then and then they basically just magic it up a floor. Yeah, <laughs> like it's they that, do this. Yeah, so you know how Dobby in the second movie moves the cake, moves the yeah, cake, yeah, yeah. and yeah. It, you can tell he's very powerful, but he's to mm-hmm. the will of his master. Right. Yeah. yeah. It. They say by nature that elves love to be enslaved. It's they not a serve. subtle tie to yeah. a certain. Yeah. Sex of British history. Yeah, you know who you, you know what you did, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> you know what you did. Anyways, I digress. I yeah. forgot what we were talking about. Well, I think we were just generally talking about things that, in the books that didn't happen yeah. in the movies. But, um, but yeah, no, that that would be a ten-hour discussion. No, literally. <laughs> okay, okay. So we got through six. We well, got let, let's talk about. Um, let's see what what else. Um. We kind of already touched on why Chamber was kind of low for us. It's just... I mean, Chamber is just, for uh, me, like, there's just very... There's a lot of, like... Oh! Like, uh, like the worst part of it was when they're, like, hiding in uh, Hagrid's house. Yeah. He's like, if you... Oh, if you follow the spiders, like, and he's being taken away. It's like... I do like in that scene, though, that... That's another thing, too, by the way, is that the change... The other thing that Alfonso Cuaron altered forever mm-hmm. was in the first two if you're in the magical world you know everyone's wearing a cloak everyone's wearing this that the other thing after the third one everybody's just wearing regular I clothes i hated it i hated it like everyone's just it. wearing regular clothes well to me well, that's he something... gave them the autonomy to let them create what they wanted yeah to, to have so it did feel a little bit more personable yeah but at the same time and you I, were in a private school, honey. You were wearing yeah. your uniform. Yeah, like I liked. Um, well, I I I wasn't even talking about at the school. Oh, okay. I was talking about. Um, but yeah, in like later years, like they're just running around like wearing sweater vests. Look, and okay, stuff. okay. But Arthur Weasley, love him. Well, that, that's Arthur Weasley who I was is just supposed about to talk okay, about. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> I literally was just about to talk about Arthur. Um, because. Again, honestly, this is him. not even love a joke. Him. This is kind of like my Bail Organa with Star Wars. Like, literally, I'm not joking. My top three Harry Potter characters is probably Snape, then Sirius, then Arthur Weasley. I love Arthur. Um, but in the books, Arthur is so much better. Yeah. And it, I loved his interpretation. Just his, like, his outfits and stuff. Because he really, like, in the second, because that's what I was going to talk about. was like him yeah. and Fudge and uh, Lucius, who are all introduced in the second movie. Um like you get a look at them in like the Chris Columbus version of things. Yeah. But then all the rest of the appearances, they're all just wearing like Fudge has like a ponytail in Chamber yeah. of Secrets. You know what I mean? Like and then the immediate next movie that you see him in, 
he's all clean cut like he's got the short he has a hair ponytail in the second movie yeah he's got a long ponytail like tied up like it looks like Thomas Jefferson. Oh hair. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh my god, it. I was like, what? Yeah, it's not. It's not like yes. all the way down, but it's like no, no, no. tied up. Yes. Yeah. Um, and well, like just around his face, like a parliament, like yeah, exactly. Parliamentian figure. And then and then it just like modernized, and I, I like that, but at the same time, I'm like, in my brain, reading the first book when. Because I've read the first book more than any of the other books. Yeah. Like, I've read the first book, like, six times. Just the, just, like, if you've ever read the first book, the first few pages, the first few chapters, like, just of Vernon going to work, seeing all these weird people In around. pristine suit. Yeah, like, seeing. Immaculate with the tissue. Perfectly formed. Yeah, like, and seeing, Who like, hearing ass. him, hearing him describe and the narration describe and stuff of, like, seeing people wearing people clothes yeah it's like that's so ingrained in me that i'm like that was so symbolic and then also when in the movie in in sorcerer's stone when harry first goes to like diagon alley and he's in the bar and everybody's dressed differently and stuff that's kind of his first exposure to it like it just felt so otherworldly which i get it because we're being introduced to it Mm. um so you want it to feel more like otherworldly when he's first like being yeah. immersed in it and mm-hmm. stuff. But then it's like if he were to walk into that same bar five years later, it's like everybody's just wearing business suits. Yeah. With maybe a cloak over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe a long trench coat or something so, like, like that. So in the it. books, for example, like something that I vividly remember is the way that Arthur Weasley. So he was in the head of the muggles and artifacts, whatever the, the title of the department was. Anyways, he, he always had to integrate himself with the muggle world. Homeboy had no sense of awareness of what they wear. He would have, like, striped pants and, like, yeah. polka dot sweaters and, like, a, mm-hmm. the tail of the – or the edge of the wing of the, the dress shirt would be, like, up. And, like, he'd wear, like, a golf hat or, like, a beret and, like, just looked yeah. completely out of place, right? Because mm-hmm. he's – a pure blood. He's mm-hmm. pure wizard. Never, you know. And that's something I love too that they touch on. Um, because like I ended up watching a lot of these with my roommate. It was her first time watching a lot of them, so it was cool oh, to see so like sad. fresh perspective. Um, but like a lot of the stuff where like I like I made a joke where I, in the in Deathly Hallows Part One when they go to that like little diner and they all order cappuccinos, I was like, that's not fair. I was like, Ron doesn't know what a cappuccino is. I was like, I was like, he just ordered that just because the other two said it. She was like, what do you mean? And I was like, Ron has no idea like where they are or what's going on. Like I was like that whole scene, that cafe scene pissed me off. Yeah. Like that's flirt with the girl. She didn't ask the moving pictures. Like that. (laughs) um, So he was trying to be inconspicuous. Like, yeah. He's trying to be, like, in the background. That's, too, why I loved it. One of the things in Chamber of Secrets that I did like was that, like, it was such a risk for them to go and get him with the car because it's, like, they don't – not only are they not supposed to do that, yeah. but, like, they're also – even Fred and George at that age are super young. Like, mm-hmm. they don't even know where they're – what they're doing or where yeah, they're going. Literally. Like, <laughs> you know, like, they they have no Although idea. that scene it's is like iconic. That was actually so funny. Like, yeah. As a kid, to just when see, he like, falls out of the window, there's yeah. a naked. I'm yeah. like, no, Petunia, he's escaping. <laughs> and he just he just runs and grabs his legs, like so. Um, yeah, but yeah, no. And then another thing. Okay, wait. I don't want to jump. I don't want to jump ship too fast. No, that's a- okay. 
Are we good with Chamber of Secrets? I think yeah, so, yeah. It's Fucking the worst hated one. Gildor Lockhart. Ruined the movie for me. Not bad, but it's the worst one. Every yeah. and then like just the way that they like had him speak parcel tongue, like they never showed so Hufflepuffs Danielle's a Hufflepuff. Okay, she yelled at us that we didn't say our houses, by the way. I'm obviously a freaking Slytherin. Could it tell? I'm aggressive. I was Gryffindor. <laughs> well, you guys are nice people. I'm cunning. Whatever. Again, I did. I took the. I took the test that was like eight years ago, so I might be different. Now. Changed. Oh yeah. no, I'm for sure Slytherin, and then Ravenclaw was always my second. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, though. Uh, Chamber of Secrets never properly gave the Hufflepuffs their moment to shine. The whole franchise really never gives any, any of the Huffle- houses. Yeah. Yeah. You well, get like Ravenclaw Cedric really. yeah. and uh, that, that's really it. Yeah, because even <laughs> well, no, we get Justin Fletcher be- or what Finch Fletcher because oh, he yeah, gets yeah. paralyzed. Yeah, but there's so, like the herbology class, like the tension. That's also where we start to see that Neville does well in herbology. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of things in the Chamber of Secrets that are just like poorly done, just poor. Mm-hmm. Danielle said that she is not. She said she's a hybrid. Okay. Is that? Okay, Isn't originally you were a Hufflepuff. Isn't that cheating, though? It is cheating. You're not hat. two houses. Because the sorting hat doesn't... No, he tells you which house you want to be in. Like, yeah. at that point, you choose. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm actually not, bro. Okay, then tell us. Well, what, well yeah, that's what I was going to say. That was my next thing. If you're a hybrid, what are the two things? What are, what are your two pretty things sure that you're a hybrid I'm of? pretty sure it's Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. Mm. Am I right? Um, if it would be, let's talk about one that was kind of iffy middle on all of ours. Let's uh, Goblet of Fire. Okay, I want to hear. I want to hear. Wait, TJ, you read this one, right? No, I read Prisoner. Okay, but you watched this one a couple times. Yeah, I've seen it probably two or three times. Okay, what Mm. what did you think? You can talk about. You really can only talk about the cinematic perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, Barty Crouch Junior. One thing I will say about all yeah. these movies is that I told Sean is that uh, the flying, in my opinion, holds up through all of the movies. Mm-hmm. I think it looks pretty good. Um, yeah, for sure. I just liked the competition and everything. I liked the Triwizard. The pl- yeah, the Triwizard okay. Cup. And um, I thought the kind of I love the uh, I'm a sucker for like the, all those memory scenes. So like, yes. And, oh, know, yeah. Dumbledore going to the, the orphanage. Or, More or, flashbacks. Or better. This. Uh, the the Snape memory scene, like the one you talked about, and the one in Death of Hallows Part Two, is, mm. are my yeah, favorite. Yeah. Um, and then the trial in this one. Yeah, in this one. Yeah. Yes, and the trial. I, I love that. Well I love getting that little bit of background because that was like, I like, I love. We love the Pensieve. We love I, it. Yeah, believe me. I literally, I literally. <laughs> so again, so my roommate has no now, like okay. blank slate, and I was like, as soon as the Pensieve came out in. It's this one is the f- first one, right? When he pulls it out, when he pulls the memory out, that's the first time you see it. By the way, so accurate. That was I was like, oh, I remember <laughs> like this. Yes, that's how I pictured it. Um, Sorry. No, that's okay. But yeah, the no the Pensieve, like I was so I got so hyped every time it was on screen. <laughs> like I just Ooh. it's yeah. just because it's just there's just something about it. Wealth it's like of knowledge because these the movies are so they are so linear. In the best way possible, I'm saying this. They're so yeah. linear and so formulaic of you start at the beginning of the year, you end at the end of the year. You start at the beginning, and then it kind of trails off and does different things at the end. But mm. So it's like when you got a break from that and you got to see another time or you got to see something or you yeah. got something explained to you and stuff, 
it like stood out and it was so cool like um what was i just gonna say and i liked too about the courtroom scene my one of my favorite things about it is just it's Igor seeing Karkaroff. It, yeah, I mean his no. just the way that he says he like, killed it. Um, Although he's supposed to be short haired, silver hair with the strap. Do you, ever, do you get more of him after Goblet? No, Ever? I don't think so. No, no. yeah, he just kind of goes no. back to the other. The only hair. Death Eaters that are like important are, oh shit, who performed the Cruciatus Curse on the Long Bottoms? Barty Crouch Jr. No, Bellatrix oh, did that, didn't she? Oh, on the long bottom. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, the um, Lestranges are brought up. Yeah, the Lestranges. Um, oh, fuck. They were teachers in yeah. the seventh book. but like The Caros. The Caros. Yeah. Thank you. I could yeah. not think of their names. Um, wretched. Wretched pair. Wait, are the Caros the one that are standing behind Snape? Those yeah. Two? Yes. Oh, but- but see, you would never know. You know nothing surrounded. about them. I well, they look, do. Snape goes and they're gone. They're just laying. They're there. on. I'm like, least, okay. <laughs> at least the the brother. I forget his name, but the brother. He you do see him. He was on the astronomy tower, and then he was at the table at Malfoy Manor yeah. and stuff. Oh, okay. Both of them were at the table at Malfoy Manor because that was kind of like all right. They're like staging meeting of like what we're doing over the next year, like with Pius with the Ministry and the two of them there and stuff. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, they really in the movies they get nothing. Like you get the little walk and talk with Neville, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. and then they get just kind of taken out like a chump <laughs> by basically. Um, which again, you could look at that as you know when McGonagall, you know, tries to zap Snape and then he deflects it onto the two of them, oh, probably to get yeah. them out of the way. Honestly, yeah. um, but uh, oh. what was I saying? Oh yeah, the oh, thing oh, I was saying good. about the trial. <laughs> One, one of the things that I love about the trial is you see Dumbledore. Just the way that Dumbledore is in that scene. Explosive. It, he's like he's like he's explosive, and it's just it's him not around a student. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's like sitting there. He's like he's got his arms out. He's like tensed up, and as soon as some as soon as he says anything about Snape, he just like he's like get the fuck like shut yeah. up, get the fuck out of here, and then yeah. he slams back down, and he's just like so grumpy and shit yeah. and it's like a guy who's that old that has been putting up with all this shit he would be fucking pissed about you yeah. know what i mean like no but and he, i like seeing that how like it is. he said it well, con- yeah. he, see the power well, of the, Dumbledore. yeah the whole did you put your name in the oh, I, no, <laughs> yeah. no i literally Dumbledore. cannot i can't Dumbledore says, says softly yeah oh. because the power of dumbledore is that he does not need he does not need to be explosive and impulsive yeah. like Voldemort. He's measured. He yeah. is. That's what br- that's what brings everybody to a, a shut like, a, like a, a hush when he speaks is because they're like, damn, he's opening his fucking mouth again. Yeah. Like here we go, <laughs> you know. But like, he did. He was like, he stood up like the way that it, like he stood up and was like, uh, correction. Snape has been cleared. I've already given my testimony. You can fact check me. Deuces. Sitting back mm-hmm. down. And like he was cleared. Because Karkaroff mentioned Snape's mm-hmm. name. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that was the first uh, indication of, ooh, well, Snape, is, Snape could be like double like on the yeah. bad side, you know? Mm-hmm. No, but my critique. Okay, so The Goblet of the Fire is the, is the second longest book. I think Deathly Hallows is the longest. Yeah. I remember seeing the book. It definitely looked <clears throat> very long. So it's the second <laughs> longest book. So truly, honestly, for what they did, I, I will give them credit. Overall, they did a good job with the movie. Yeah. Like, because that would be an eight hour movie. <laughs> no, but literally. Yeah. That's where like, um, 
like the cinematography was amazing. Like in Danielle's podcast from last week with Paige, they talked about like book to movie adaptations, mm-hmm. and like Brandon was like, "Oh, it should have been like a TV series, like how Game of Thrones was." And honestly, because yeah. there's just too much to go through. Mm-hmm. But like one of my big critiques is so first off, um, Harry's like whisked away from the Weasleys, and they use like flu powder again. Which if you remember the fiasco from Chamber of Secrets. Diagonally. Diagonally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I thought he did. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they use it, and they, like, they go into the Dursleys' home, and then mm-hmm. that's where we start to see the wizarding wheezes because Fred and George give him a toffee, and Homeboy's tongue, like, expands completely yeah. out. Like, if you ever were a Pokemon fan, you know Lickitung? Yeah. The po- That's literally what I was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But when I was reading the book, like, I was I was a kid. Yeah. So, like, me and Asa, my older brother, would, were like, oh, it's like Lickitung. <laughs> so I can only, like, that's... A, you know how Lickitung is, like, bigger bottom? Yeah. So, like, you just... I just pictured Dursley. Anyways, that's besides the point. Um, But, so, like, we miss that interaction. And, like, there's a letter with a million stamps on it and, like, this much. And the mailman's like, who the hell sent you this shit? Like, mm-hmm. clearly they're not from this area. Like, they're like, oh, do you, do you have foreign correspondence? Like, what's happening here? So we miss that. Then we miss Amos and Arthur... And their connection, it yeah. talks about, so Amos Diggory, Cedric's father, works for the ministry. And then we see the fiasco of Mad-Eye, like, having all the these, um, always getting uh, called, like, always calls Arthur in because Arthur's the only one who has patience for him. Like, oh, there's basilisk eggs in, uh, somebody sent me a gift with basilisk, basilisk eggs, and it's like chocolate candy. So, like, they really paint him as, like, Mad-Eye. And then you also get... Um, Percy, uh, Percy Weasley, where he works with Barty yeah. Crouch Sr. Yeah. And Barty Crouch Sr. calls him Weatherby. So you start to see Percy's change from head boy, uh, prefect to literally ministry snob, like mm-hmm. who wants to disassociate with his family. Yeah. You also get, this is all in like the first few chapters, which I know, I know objectively they can't get it done. Mm-hmm. But it sets so much up. There's so much foreshadowing in the first yeah. couple chapters. And one thing I will say about uh, Mad-Eye, like, as a character, like, obviously he's very big in the books, it seems. Like, or a bigger character bigger than character. he is in the movies. In the movies, like. They flesh you, it out. He's not, that's not Mad-Eye in the movie, you know? Like, that's, I know, yeah. like, he's doing, like, all his manners and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like, after that, you know, he's in the little truck, <laughs> he's, like, all the way down there. But then you don't really get much like you see him in spurts in the next like, two or three movies. To me, if and, and I and I it. get what you're saying. I I 100 like, yes, story wise, it's like oh well, well Barty Crouch Jr. Voice with Polyjuice Potion aside, like however yeah. he did that. Yeah. In according to the movie, like, but okay, no, that's whatever. Correct. That's a crack. Like when you when you have Polyjuice Potion, you inherit out. That's why like when they mm-hmm. turned into Crab and Goyle. In the movies, they depicted it accurately, where it was Crab and Goyle, oh, okay. the actors, yeah. just as they were normally were, because mm-hmm. it would ruin the effect. Yeah. But they also set it up where, like, they tell you, oh, Moody is suspicious that everyone's going to poison him, so he only drinks from his flask, and he only eats food he's prepared. Mm. So nobody yeah. would be suspicious that his polyjuice potion, it's mm-hmm. in the flask. You couldn't yeah. tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, have one more thing, by the way, to say about God. Oh, yeah. But no, I'll no, do that that's after. okay. Um, I was just going to say, like, I, I agree, too, that, like, yes, you could say, like, well, he studied him and got every mannerism down or whatever. But then it's like, like you said, at the end of the day, it's not him, though. Yeah. But then when he comes back 
he's just the same guy again. <laughs> yeah. You well, know what I mean? Yes. Like, he's just exactly the same. And yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. So like, there's no Marty difference. Crouch Jr., which they do do a nice job in the movie, movie adaptation of him loving, loving to glorify his triumph. Yeah. Because you remember, what does he say in the dialogue of when he gets found out? Only a powerful wizard could be able to charm and like it in the in the book it says like um you confound the only a powerful wizard would be able to confound the triwizard cup to be able to forget or not remember that it only has three houses it should sort out of and not four like he tells you what he does to get harry in a dangerous situation Mm -hmm. but like when when uh alistair comes back or mad eye comes back his real name's alistair when he comes back like He's back, and, and Dumbledore's like, bro, you're a powerful freaking order. Like, what happened to you? He's like, like, it was, he's like, it took multiple people to take me down. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. go down without a fight. Like, you mm-hmm. saw yeah. his, like, vicious attitude come through. So, but one, like, another critique. So, this was all, like, building up. Ludo Bagman. Do you know that name? I cannot remember. Ludo Bagman was the... <laughs> Head of the Department of Magical Games and Inquiry, or whatever the hell the freaking department title was. Um, yeah, he was the one who announced the game. He was the one who came up with the. Uh, he was a huge part of the Quidditch tournament. Oh yeah. He was a huge part of. Um, he literally was one of the judges for the mm-hmm. Triwizard Tournament, and they mm-hmm. only put Crouch. I was yeah. like, that was something. I was like, I'm outraged because he was the one like. Barty Crouch Jr. was like, or Senior was like, like, like Carl. Yeah. <laughs> Love him. Love you, Carl. But that's Carl, okay? Yeah. Then you had Ludo Bagman, who's like freaking Eileen, okay? So can you imagine having the two of them run something and it being like, yeah. Like, it, it's just not going to match up, okay? For those who don't understand that. One was very serious and stoic. Ludo Bagman was literally ridiculous. Like, he was a former Quidditch player himself. He played for the whatever Wasps. Like, and in the book, he's, like, described to, like, he's got a gut, like, he's got a dad bod. And he literally tries to fit into his, like, Quidditch robes oh, because yeah. he thinks he's still, like, he's still got cool. It. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> when they start the games, he, like, pulls Harry aside. Um, not Rita Skeeter, who takes who yeah. takes oh, a picture God, of Hermione. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not what happens. <laughs> yeah. Ludo pulls Harry aside and is like, Harry, do you need, like, any tips, any tricks, mm-hmm. like, anything? Like, cheating is normal. It's okay. I got you. Like, I want you to win. And like when the wizard and when the judges gave all the um, scores, it was like in the book written with a ribbon. And I was like, damn, that would be so pretty, like to see, mm-hmm. like the ribbons. And like Ludo Bagman gives him a ten on the first assignment against mm-hmm. the dragon, and like Karkaroff gives him a four. Like they were just you miss like the small nuances, but I mean I know they can't fit that in. That was like mm-hmm. half an hour just talking it. Yeah. But like, how much more like of the movie? do you know just by like talking about the book because mm-hmm. it's just so hand in hand yeah but like the way that they did the tournaments all three was pretty good the maze was awful the maze was not not in, like there was supposed to be a sphinx who did i'm assuming the riddle. maze is like multiple 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 like longer it was than only that. like three chapters from what i can yeah recall. but for like the maze in the movie is like five minutes not like, even it's yeah, literally like a two that. minute freaking scene. Yeah. so yeah but I'm like, like the blast ended scru- skirts, scroots. You never talk about them. Mm-hmm. That was like Hagrid. Uh, there's just a lot of missing like mm-hmm. the anecdotes. And Ron is so Ron and Harry are so funny in the book because they were fighting. Remember, and like 
then the minute they stopped fighting, um, it was actually after the dragon because he mm-hmm. was like, Ron was like scared shitless. He was like, holy shit! Like I know you wouldn't sign up for this. Like yeah. someone's trying to kill you. It didn't. It wasn't after the rescue. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was before it. And in the book, Ron was like, damn, I was trying to talk to you during like divination because Trelawney has predicted your death like a million more times. Mm-hmm. But like you don't even get that. You don't. Even, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. A lot of missing parts. So that's the problem with continuity. Let's uh, <clears throat> talk uh, to to wrap up. I mean, I say wrap up, but probably another like 20, 30 minutes. But uh, let's move to Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Part 2. Because those okay. are kind of the ones that we haven't really touched on. Can mm-hmm. we talk about Order of Phoenix? No. Oh, no, we talked about it a bit. We can talk about that quick, too. <gasps> Amazing. So this really one, you did, you did yourself a favor by not reading the book. Oh, okay. I think the movie adaptation, spoiler alert, very like is better than the book. And I'll tell you why. Oh wow. The book spends way too much time in like Harry's angst, which makes sense. Like mm-hmm. he's sixteen. You're sixteen when you're a fifth year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so much back and forth and uncertainty because remember at this point nobody believes him that yeah. Voldemort's back. So and Dumbledore is not there for him. He mm-hmm. has to do these he has to suffer through Aquamancy lessons with Snape. He's literally miserable. And, like, Ron and Hermione don't get it because they're just like, I, we can't help you. You're not opening up. You're not. So it's a lot of angst in the, in the books. But, like, Umbridge, she, I know, wretched, but she killed it. Like, that's exactly – I thought, like, they described her as, like, toad-like in the mm-hmm. book. And I was like, bro, she nailed it. She yeah. nailed it. The actress. That is what you're talking about. Like, when I see – if I just see her on other things, I'd be like, I fucking hate literally i fucking hate her i can't watch you i can't watch you i know i can't i don't know how it's gonna be with the last two seasons of the crown because she's playing queen elizabeth in her like later years and i'm like sorry i don't know if i'm gonna i don't like you (laughs) yeah um (coughs) no but so yeah pretty accurate Mm -hmm. um and again that's a movie that's big on the uh the order Uh, well obviously Obviously, yeah, Order know, where, of the Phoenix is big order? on the order. Big but, on the order. But, like, so uh, order, number two. Yeah, I put order as number three for me. Yeah. Because they did a very, very good job of getting through, like, all that shit that nobody wanted to actually mm-hmm. watch and just, like, mm-hmm. focusing on the trauma of it all. Like, the trauma of, um, oh, the only thing I didn't like was the prophecy. They didn't really flesh it, it out. Was, oh, yeah, they, that is something they didn't. They didn't. It that yeah, was it's a kind of like error. he's looking for something and you see he's looking for something. And then he gets the he gets yeah. the ball and it's like blah 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 okay. So that's where a flashback okay. would have been so powerful yeah. because yeah. that's where you would see why Trelawney was hired by Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. She made two correct predictions in her whole lifetime. So her mother was a powerful seer, but she was not. She made the correct prediction and the prophecy. Actually, this is where the discussion of Neville Longbottom comes yeah. into play. It because it could have been either one. It right? could have been yeah. Neville Longbottom or it could have been Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. It just decided to be Harry Potter. Like, it was just the way it was. But um, she made that accurate prediction and she made – I can't remember the other one. She had two. Anyways, yeah. regardless, besides the point. But that would have been such a powerful flashback because that's why Albus literally hired her because he was like, she can't reveal this to and she can't reveal any more accurate predictions to anyone else it's too she's too powerful of a mm-hmm. weapon mm-hmm. if when she's correct yeah um so yeah that would have been so and then that also like is part like she was part of the order of phoenix like a lot of the it, it just really set the stone and like the order of phoenix itself 
there's a scene where they're in the Weasley's home and they see the the picture and they like describe who's in it and that would have been very powerful too. Mm-hmm. But overall, they did. I think they did a good job. Yeah, and to me, it has the best. I, Sean agrees. I don't know about you, Noel. Has the best uh, battle in it, in my opinion. Uh, oh. Uh, between end. Dumbledore and Voldemort, yeah. the only battle we'll get to see between them, yeah, amazing, yeah, yeah. amazing. <laughs> the water so to good. glass to sand is yeah. freaking incredible. Like just that's the, a the shit water ball on its own. Yeah, I just love just like the, the sound effects. The, yeah. <laughs> like it's so amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, that was a honestly great. a great. That's yeah. why I like I have it pretty high because. Sorcerer's Stone I have for nostalgic sake. Like mm-hmm. that's that's gonna be my number. Yeah. That's yeah. gonna be my number two because mm-hmm. I just loved it. Mm-hmm. It was the most accurate to the book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, in my opinion, because it was a short book. It's easier mm-hmm. to, to transpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no 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 so order of phoenix. Any any comments on Order of Phoenix? Uh I think I noticed this like I don't know if it starts with prisoner or if it starts with Goblet or even Order, but they really take and they really make a point of this and a movie and then the rest of the series um is they really take the color out of i don't know where it starts it's the it's the third movie. the color what so you'll notice they, I'll just have like you? the the pick like the screen yeah they, have oh, you seen the, the title sequences sure. yeah. have you done a comparison of the title sequences oh, yeah. yeah 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 they get more and more ominous and uh, by the way hint hint excuse me rusted the um no the it's supposed to signify that the dark mark is coming Oh yeah, because you see oh, okay. that you see the swirling shadows the mm-hmm. way that they have it posted in uh, Goblet of Fire. Fun fact. But yeah, I thought that was like how it's just kind of like, you know, we had these kind of not like more vibrant colors in the first yeah. two, and the third one it's kind of like, no, this is just darker, dark. Well, and also black, Harry's blue, depressing you know? us, like, and so yeah, stuff like that. He's just like, kind of like he's just as yeah, and like you said, like so the main thing on Harry as a character is the whole thing of not having. Dumbledore, like the fact that he's like, and then at the end he's like, "Well, that didn't work." Like didn't <laughs> Dumbledore was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I thought I would make you stronger, bitch." Yeah, like, I need a mentor. And that, well, and that kind of also is our first kind of in the movies, at least, first kind of indication of like, this guy's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you're tasking an eleven year old to fucking yeah. attack Voldemort. Yeah. Well, I What's mean, more, and, and I like, much, I much, I must ask too much of you. Yeah, like with fucking yeah. Snape's fucking face, where he's like. What the fuck are you talking about? And he's yeah. like, he's got to die. And he's like, what? what? Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? What is wrong yeah. with you? Like, um, but yeah, well, all right. So then let's, well, let's talk about it. So we'll talk. Okay. I know that was part two, but let's talk with hmm. part one and then we'll end with part two. Okay. Where did I put part one again? Well, I'll just say. I put part one. Oh, yeah. I put it at six. And I would say your, there's one scene that I would put it seven. higher. Yeah. There's one scene that would put it higher for me. What? You, you guess. I can't even. Uh, the animated. Oh, the yeah, tale yeah. of the Deathly Hallows. Oh, oh, I, yeah. oh, absolutely. When I tell you, I can vividly remember me sitting. I was sitting on the edge of the theater. Mm-hmm. I, we all, everybody yeah, in the theater was, that was, great. was sh- like stunned mm-hmm. because it was so beautiful. Like yeah. the cinema, you just can't like. That was before the writer's strike, I believe, because mm-hmm. it was just. It was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's how you would, like, envision it. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow. They showed it. Uh, it was amazing. That's the only scene was when uh, Xenophilius, I think that's his name. Yeah. Uh, Lovegood was explaining the tale of the hollows. That was so perfectly encapsulated. Yeah. 
And I loved that they went too deep for that. Deadly Hallows is one book, right? One book. Okay. Oh, yeah. Two yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Um, because it, it was the last. You, you, oh, right, right. If yeah, these... Yeah. If they would have made it into one movie, oh, I genuinely oh, I think people would have lost it. That would have been messy. Yeah. That was that's Game of Thrones. That was the Game of Thrones finale for us. <laughs> yeah. We would have lost our minds. Um, what's it called? So, oh my God, sorry, time out, rewind. Oh, we didn't talk about the fact that Bill, Bill and Charlie. Oh, Charlie never gets mentioned as one of the Weasley yeah. siblings. Did you know there well, was a Charlie gets Weasley? Mentioned, but he never he uh, never shows up. He was ever. part of the dragon. Yeah. He was a dragon tamer, so he was part of uh, Goblet of Fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's also brought back during the um, Battle of Hogwarts, mm-hmm. oh, okay. as well as Bill. We were, we sorry, just sorry. I was like, oh that. my god, I didn't say it. No, yeah, we were just we were just talking about that because when he was finishing watching this one, so I, two things I said was I was um, or no, that wasn't. So when when I was watching part one last night. Um, <laughs> Hold on, I just saw Sherry's. I love to hate Umbridge. <laughs> Literally. Um, so when I was watching part one last night, I said to my roommate, I was like, um, when Ron's like arguing with Harry about the radio and he's like, it's so I don't hear, you know, mom's name or Ginny's name name or Fred or George. And I'm like, I'm like, man, if you're Charlie, Bill or Arthur, he, Ron really doesn't (laughs) give a shit about you. I was like, that's the only three people. Like, it's weird to name four of the seven and not just go all the way and name the rest of them. But then in the Battle of Hogwarts, when me and him were just watching it, um, I had to, like, do a double take. I was like, is Bill even there? I was like, did him and Fleur just, like, stay at their fucking house? Like, uh, like, but then cottage. but then he is, yeah, he is in there. Yeah, but but Charlie doesn't get, they never even cast him. Yeah. I think the only time that you ever see Charlie Weasley ever is it's just some uncredited person on the cover of the newspaper when they took oh the God, trip to yeah, Egypt. Oh, my God, yeah, the ministry. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's the only time that you ever see it, and it's just some random person that never comes back. It makes me so upset. But, yeah, he's never. I, but, again, I, I understand it's such a small character that they're just like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, Deathly Hallows 1. Yeah, yeah, that's the most impactful scene for me. Mm-hmm. Deathly Hallows is a lot of trekking the forest. I just, yeah. love, I, just, I just love that movie because I think – it's got, I mean, it's got just, I just oh. like spending time with the characters dealing with that stuff. I'm going to cry. Um, we didn't talk about Dobby dying. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's course, why yeah. I yeah. can't. And then I no. like, I, I really like so the finale. And I and I think you were talking about this. Oh, we didn't this. talk about it in the fourth, sorry. sorry. Yeah, like, I really like the whole, um, you know, infiltrating the, the ministry and, you know, dealing yes. with Umbridge and stuff. I love well, I love anything with the ministry, but I really love that scene and like dealing with that. Um, and then I really like the finale at Malfoy Manor and like the like stuff that, in the, yeah. the stuff in the middle. I obviously can cont- yes, obviously yeah, yeah. it it drags a bit, but it's also it's like it's these three people who just you know it's like McGonagall said in uh, Half Blood Prince, like why is it when anything happens it's you three like. No, but literally from their perspective yeah. as well, like everything that fucking happens happens to the three of us and we're fucking yeah. sick of it. And yeah. it's like any moment, like the more specifically, like, you know, people are always like, yeah. oh, the dance scene, like where they dance with each other. And it's like, oh, whatever. But like they are literally like, OK, Ron has just left They're at a, They're at the lowest point yeah. in this journey. And like this song comes on and they're just like, let's just have 
two or three minutes of acting like none of this is happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as it's over, there you know, Hermione leaves the tent and it's just like, okay, that oh, was yeah. fun, but it did back fucking nothing. Yeah, yeah, back to back to yeah. fucking reality. Yeah. Like and I just I love that shit so much. And so, then Malfoy Manor, the finale, I really like that too. Mm-hmm. But that's how Bill's wedding was too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so and the wedding, wedding I really liked, yeah. Okay, by the way, Bill's wedding is where we start to see all the dialogue about Albus start to come out and reveal itself yeah. too. So he gets to talk into like two older people that are like, Holy shit, you're Harry Potter, blah blah blah. Then we miss that Harry turns uh seventeen. So we can ask mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. We missed a golden snitch birthday cake. I was fucking pissed. Okay? Pissed. I was so annoyed. I was like, can't wait to see Ginny in all her glory. Bring it out. Instead, instead I get an awkward. I'm going to go and tie your shoe together, and we're going to awkwardly oh, kiss. Yeah, that was weird. When I was watching it. Yeah. That was so upsetting. Odd. And then, like, they're watching. So they're walking awkward. down the street, and uh, wherever they go to. What's it called? Wolding? Apparate. 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 And she's like, oh, my God, it's your birthday. And she's like, oh, we made you a cake and everything. And he's like, I think there's really more important things right now than yeah. my birthday. But it's we like, also oh, okay. missed, so, like, Hermione did so <laughs> much prep in the summer. Like, so we sort of get the glimpse of her little, like, bag. And they're like, what the hell's in that shit? She's like, oh, I fit everything. You miss all the preparation and, like, the fact that she is literally, like, the base of their tree. Like, she yeah. is the roots, you know, without her preparation and her persistence and her always ability to see 10 steps forward ron and harry wouldn't be able to be successful so Mm -hmm. like she had spare clothes she had like pots and pans ready she had a tent ready and then she had learned all these protective spells to make sure that the enclosed areas were all safe like that's why you can see her when she does the uh, enchantments Mm -hmm. like all around he's like what are you doing she's like i'm protecting the space so like nobody can hear it see us like she learned that from the goblet of fire when they learned about how they were able to have a hundred thousand um, or four hundred thousand wizards in an area where there's predominantly muggles. Mm-hmm. You learn about all these things, and it's it's starting. You're starting to see the payoff happen. So yeah. Oh, we also forgot to talk about house elves and Spew. So Spew was Hermione's attempt at like um, trying to rebel against house elves being enslaved mm-hmm. in the fourth book. Um, it doesn't go very far, but we see Winky, who was Barty Crouch Sr.'s uh, house elf, get dismissed. And she's, like, drunk, slobbering. We see Dobby again, but Dobby's, like, chilling in all this, like, fun, like, a tie and socks and stuff. And we see he's, like, Dobby's, like, oh, Dumbledore gave us a job, like, after uh, Winky got dismissed. Like, this is the job that we had. And Winky's the one who, because she's, like, in a drunk stupor, starts to, like, she gives clues that there's a that there's a junior. She's like, mm-hmm. I keep all of my master's secrets. And Dobby's like, Psh, come on, you can you can mm-hmm. say it. you can talk shit because like mm-hmm. you're no longer your master. So we missed that part. That was also like an inclination. But again, yeah. they showed Crutcher and they showed Dobby. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah. back to part one though. But like, Hermione, yeah. they like they gloss over poor Hermione. That was part one. Really should have been her moment to shine, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Did you talk yeah. about your what you think? Yeah, I I think it's uh I just think it's kind of boring. Like yeah, the whole kind of trekking. There are some like good mo like moments that I like. Like uh, the whole like kind of Ron overcoming and you know destroying the Horcrux. I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um. 
the whole like kind of them like naked kissing was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know if that's how it's described in the, the book, book, but because okay. it was supposed, <laughs> wearing the locket. <coughs> oh my god! <coughs> Excuse me, wearing the locket. So it's Salazar Slytherin's locket. You mm-hmm. just get like that poisonous, like Thoughts, just the basically. worst. Yeah. The worst of you comes out mm-hmm. wearing it because it's also part of Voldemort's soul. Mm-hmm. So they had taken turns rotating it, and like that's pretty accurate. Um, but seeing that warped image of Harry and Hermione kissing, Ron literally was like, fuck you, that's my girl. Like, yeah. literally. Right. In the book, so. Yeah. That was cool, but like I said, like, I, I like the whole kind of finale and the manner and, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dobby, like, you know, he's like, no. down the chandelier and he, Ooh. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, you hear that? I love him. But yeah, so like, sad. it's just kind of like the middle of it is like, is this over yet? You know, kind of like yeah. That. Um, but it's again, none of them are bad. That's no, the thing. no, we're all just, like I'm quality. just being critical. I'm literally yeah. just being like, this is me being a fan for my whole life, literally yeah. for 20 years. Uh-huh. So yeah. Um. So yeah, let's end off. Let's talk about part two. Deathly Hallows part two. Not my daughter, you bitch. Yeah. When I tell you. That line, we screamed. We roared in the theaters. Yeah. We were like, let's go, Molly. Let's um, go. One thing I'll say for like, and I said this to Sean earlier, and I think it was more prevalent in the first, like in these last two. And this is just movie based. I don't know. Books probably, exp- again, explains more. There's things that happen that like just, they just kind of happen. They don't make any sense. Yeah. Like for when I was like, when uh, they're in the hall and he like confronts Snape and then everybody walks in. And I'm like, where the fuck do they come from? Wait, just, when? When uh, when the when what's left of the order and the Weasleys and stuff when they come through the actual doors in the Great Hall, like in the like movie, they, in the movie like they, they just, just show, show up. up. And yeah. I'm like, where the fuck were yeah. they? Yeah, there's no conversation. <laughs> and like, I'm maybe in I don't know because yeah. again maybe in the book it's like oh they snuck through blah 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 and mm-hmm. you know they go into more well, detail. Well, you have to also remember too this was most of them seeing Snape for the first time since oh Elvis that's true died. yeah and he killed Albus like mm-hmm. you have to really like bitch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah like um and something that i told sean that really is it got on my nerves in the movie and again they don't have the time but polyjuice potions become a very big thing in the movies and it's probably in the books too mm-hmm. and it's kind of like they established in the second one yes second Chamber one that it takes a month a month to develop and now it's kind of just like we need one it's like boom we have it and yeah. i'm like well, where did that month ago? Yeah. And he was like, well, maybe it's like they're more like skilled. Yeah, so I was like, do because it faster. Like the one where they all disguise as Harry, I was like, maybe like Mad-Eye is like, he's just better at it. So maybe he could do it faster or something. <laughs> yeah. like. But even like yeah, the like, Bellatrix one, when they, they have to break yeah, into Gringotts. Yeah. Like, cause they I'm just, like, they just like, did they, Bill just have some yeah. of it ready to go? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just some of that. It's kind of like very yeah. like, oh, matter of fact, we have that. That it's is like, something oh, we can oh. talk about though, to start off with though, is. The green, like the whole green god sequence, that like that was that's, so good. Yeah, that was so fucking cool. But see, that's something it's where they a flushed it out. A ride, but but so. okay, they flushed it out. It wasn't that long in the books. But from my is, from my memory, is that like when they're there and Hermione is, yeah. she doesn't have her voice though. No. So isn't that kind of like because aren't they supposed to have their voice? I feel like sometimes in the movies they have their voice and sometimes they don't when, for some reason. Which when is they all turn into Harry, when they all turn to Harry. They do all of Harry's voice, yeah, and then like seconds later, they're all talking in their regular voices. 
I don't know. I think they just did that because it's not con- it's not continuous. They just did that because it was easier for the audience. Oh, like yeah. unless you have it's subtitles, you don't you don't know what the fuck they're saying. That's yeah, that's fair. Like the reader, you can see. Oh, it's um Fleur as Harry, mm-hmm. or you know. So maybe like the Bellatrix thing is like you're hearing it as Hermione, but to the to the character, it's Bellatrix's voice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why you don't just. I feel like it's not that confusing. This is another one of those things that's just, just thing, inconsistent reflect, in the movies. How do you reflect yeah. inner dialogue, though? Because, that's true, like, yeah. You, like, the way you sound to yourself is different than how you project. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, no, I love I love the Gringotts scene. Mm. Although, like, again, they didn't show, like, it was so long, and they didn't show every, like, the nuance that they could have. Mm-hmm. Like, there was an interaction with the um, new minister. There was an interaction, like, you just saw there was a questioning of all like half blood and muggle or yeah half blood and muggle wizards and you didn't really see that it was a little bit more fleshed out in the um book but it was literally interrogation it was like fear fear mongering um so yeah and then did they show in the movie mad eyes eye on uh, on Bridges' door. Yes. Yeah. Okay, they did. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I wasn't sure if that detail was left out or was, mm-hmm. if it was still there. Because that shape, they were like this. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Because they're like... I told John... I Remember, Mad-Eye had died at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I told John... It's I, it's in part one, because when they break in, I was like, man, Ministry under Voldemort, some Nazi shit. Like, they're yeah. putting all this propaganda. Oh, and I was like, oh, my Number lord. Number one most undesirable. Like, literally, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, just like... like oh, shit. <laughs> Okay. It's fucked up. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, and then just I mean I don't know, and then just the bit this the end battle and everything with Snape and stuff. I just, <sighs> I mean it's a lot, but it's just I enjoy it for what it is in the in the movie. Yeah. For me the the the, me, the whole like going back through looking at his memory that's the mm-hmm. best part of the movie for me. So it it is like Sna- yeah. it's also one of the last performances that we get from Alan Rickman. Yeah, yeah. So it it was so monumental because I. Quote me if I'm wrong. He was he passed away. At, he passed away well after it was released, right? Like a yeah, year or two yeah, after. Yeah. But like I just everyone was just like stunned. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like I don't know. There was more there was more build up to it again. But there was one scene that they did not include that literally everyone was waiting for. It was the scene at which okay, so we sort of got Harry and Dumbledore at King's Crossing, but you didn't mm-hmm. get the fleshed out like narrative of like, Harry, you're not really dead, you're not really alive, like you're in the in between. Yeah. And there was no fucking I mean, there was a there was a Voldemort who was literally like yeah. molting. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really like like I They remember, didn't really say anything about no, it. No, I remember seeing it, I was like They kinda of brushed it off. It was like, Yeah, was he's like, laying the there. Fuck? Because I, we, when we were watching it, just like you know, two hours ago, <laughs> yeah. I was, we were like, "What the? F- why is that yeah. a thing?" So, but it was supposed like the way that they describe it is that like the beauty of the unknown of when you pass is that it forms to how you want it. So, like Dumbledore looked around, and was like, "Oh, King's Crossing! Like this is telling you, you are at a crossroads. Like you get to make the decision: Do you want to go with me? Do you want to go back? Like what's what's calling to you? You know what I mean?" And we just didn't get that. It was like a whole mentor thing where Dumbledore really broke down. And was like, like I'm sorry, I failed you. Like, 
I should have done this. I should have done this. It was really impactful. You don't get any of that. No, but that's why, like, (laughs) but that's where you also get, like, Dumbledore explains the Alderaan situation to Harry. Because Harry's fucking stupid. He's still a kid. He doesn't understand that he was the one who, like, defeated Draco and that Draco Mm -hmm. defeated Snape. Like, it was, or do do we get that in the movie? Well, he just says it at the end. He just says, he says it was Draco that disarmed Dumbledore and then I disarmed Draco. That's all he said. But oh, it's yeah, like one but sentence. it's not Dumbledore doesn't tell Harry. No, right? Harry says it right yeah, at the end. In the book, yeah. in the book, Dumbledore tells Harry, which mm-hmm. is more impactful because then Harry's like, Oh shit, I can be him and he won't know that I can be yeah. him. And then he's like, Oh shit, I was a horcrux and that whole conversation comes about. Because mm-hmm. then Dumbledore's like, You were the seventh and unwanted horcrux. Like he didn't intend to create you. Powerful shit. Absolutely. Well, because also yeah, he didn't intend to create him because he knows that Voldemort Voldemort knows he has to kill Harry, so it's like he wouldn't try to do it if he was creating a killing a piece of himself, you know, willingly. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. He just thinks, Oh, to finally be untouchable, like he has to go. Yeah. And then the freaking scene with the Elder Wand. Okay, because we didn't say it here, we I, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. When Harry does become successful with the Elder Wand, the first thing and only thing that matters to him Cause Ron's like, oh shit, like <laughs> squat up, you know. Cause Ron's yeah. funny, like we missed the anecdote, but anyways, like he's like, squat up, like let's go. No one's gonna ever mess with you. You got the invisibility cloak. He's like, you threw the stone somewhere, but we could get it for you. And now, now you have the elder one. He's like, you literally have all three Deathly Hollows. He's like, I don't want this, but he fixes his freaking wand. He fixes his wand first. Yeah. Why? That was a two second thing. They could have just done. Because Hermione had it in her purse. She had it in her clutch. Because mm-hmm. Hermione always comes in clutch when it is necessary. <laughs> because she's like, I knew this mattered to you, even though it was broken and disheveled. That's my argument. That's why. Oh. Yeah, does it even end the movie with a wand? No. no. I was going to say, because she says, oh, it's broken in, like, the forest. And then, because nothing happens after yeah, that. With beyond her, right? frustrating. Beyond frustrating. Oh, uh, no, I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. Right? So what did you think of Deathly Hallows Part 2? Because it was, it was, the action was very good. It was boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. But it was mm-hmm. like, you don't get the, like, you don't get the squat up of the freaking, of, like, Hogwarts the castle. Yeah. it's only ever been, like, a safe haven. You don't see it become formidable to an opponent. Yeah. So, I don't know. And that, oh, my God. They don't show the werewolves and stuff. No, the only, the only There's people no they discussion. show is, like, the, the spiders the and the giants and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. they don't show Bill getting getting bit by the by what's his face, do they? Greyback? No. <gasps> oh my god, I forgot they missed all yeah. this part. Okay, it's another part. But so like, the giant who like Hagrid was with his right. brother, he was like, okay, we're gonna go make sure that the giants are on our side. Hagrid comes back and is like, yo, Dumbledore, they're not on our side. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was mm-hmm. book six. And then con- continuity into it is that during the Battle of Hogwarts, Voldemort had the uh, werewolves, the giants, like all these really wretched creatures on his side because they're like, Dark Arts is back, baby. Mm-hmm. Dark Arts is back. And it wasn't because it got defeated by children. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just. Long winded. Sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah, just the I mean, the last thing I'll say is just, I just really. I, I think it's it's one of the most satisfying conclusions to a film franchise that we've gotten. Except for that fucking afterward. 
Well, no, I don't mean just. I don't mean like just the final scene. I just mean just to at, cap off yes. the whole franchise. Okay. Like you, that compared to the movie yes. that shall not be named, uh, is just the yeah. di- the difference. No, honestly, like I'm just how, being and, <laughs> like the difference between how to cap off eight movies. Yeah, uh, is is pretty astounding. Yeah. Um, honestly, what's astounding is that the, the cast yeah. was able to be, like, the majority of the cast, if not all of the cast, was able to return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. only only Dumbledore. I think he was the only significant character to pass oh, away. We didn't even talk about that. Oh yeah. Well, let, <laughs> all right. Let's that's what we'll end off on. Wait, no. Oh, go go go. We had to talk about Teddy Lupin. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Go I for was it. fucking pissed with the afterward. Okay. We are supposed to get Teddy Lupin obsessed with Victoria. I can't remember what her name was. I can't remember. I don't remember the last, like, five pages of, of Deathly Hollows. The afterward does no justice into getting to know James. Like, the dynamic is all about the kids. It's not about the parents. So you just see, like, Albus Severus being like, I'm so nervous. Like, what if I go into Slytherin? Like, my dad's going to kill me. I'm an outcast. James is like, Psh, okay, like, I'm a Gryffindor. Like, he's just like his grandfather, his namesake. And then we get Teddy Lupin, who's like, well, I got to show my parents. Part. Like, uh, oh, like, let's hope I become a prefect this year because he's a little bit older. Um, But, like, he has, like, the traits of Nymphadora where he can, like, um, metamor- like morph into mm-hmm. certain things. Um, But he also is, like, half werewolf, half. More anyways, but it's just like you don't get to that's like such a cool part that he's able to be a such a significant godfather because he was named Godfather from Lupin. Mm-hmm. Did I don't think they said it right? No, no. yeah, he was named Godfather from Lupin and Lupin and Tonks because mm-hmm. they like they were like, okay, if anything happens to us in the Battle of Hogwarts, like you're his Godfather, and he took that role so seriously because of Sirius, and it was like without my godfather like i wouldn't have been able to go to hogsmeade i didn't i wouldn't gotten my firebolt like i wouldn't have the confidence in who i am and who i identify as and wouldn't know my father yeah. like if i didn't know Sirius. so you don't really get a lot of the relationship either because tonks just kind of like shows up out uh, of nowhere and it's kind of like who, it's who so this? disappointing <laughs> it's so disappointing she's another one that they just like what you Russia. just said like yeah that just like, we don't get her bubblegum pink hair and her pig nose yeah like iconic <clears throat> Her and like you know Mundungus and like the in part one and stuff like there's just some of these characters that just the movies just oh this person's here now yeah <laughs> it's like and it's like okay, okay all right all right like you know what I mean like even to a certain extent like I was telling him like like even somebody like even Kingsley, Evan readers yeah oh. like I was gonna say like Kingsley, Kingsley Shacklebolt yeah he was the one who warned everybody in sorry I'm so sorry during yeah, Bill okay. and Fleur's wedding he his Patronus was the one that was like. Hey y'all, bitches! Min- ministry's been infiltrated. Yeah, get your shit together. He's like the Muggle Prime Minister has been attacked. Like literally, <laughs> this is like roll call. Everybody, let's go. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. But even he, like even Kingsley, who I you know I love Kingsley's character too. Like Badass. he's been he was in like five of the movies, but mm-hmm. even him when he first shows up, he's just like there stoic in there yeah it's he's just like he's just like boop okay he's he's here now you know what i mean like um it's just like okay this guy works for fudge and then he becomes a bigger character and has more of a role and stuff but like even he he just there's no introduction it's just he's just there and then you slowly just like find out who he is with other people talking and stuff like that but um yeah they do that a lot like 
the some of the character introduction like some of the character introductions are handled perfectly they are like yeah. great you know what i mean like like lupin like in the third one with the train you get yeah. that brief introduction then introduced as a teacher then as oh like, by the way fun fact it was a full moon on the night of when they're supposed to allegedly going to hogwarts which is why he was like sleeping because he had to recover because of the drought the um moonsbane drought whatever mm-hmm. well whatever it's called yeah sorry anyways no that's a good fun one. fact but yeah um yeah so i think do you guys have anything else any other tidbits or things mm. you guys want to say before uh, we end off no i don't know remember when i go home probably don't yeah, to tell but... you what my favorite dumbledore oh yeah that's oh, what we're gonna end yes, off with we're gonna end yes. off on a controversy so we're gonna end off on we're just gonna go through and let us know so out of richard harris r.i.p and michael gammon rest in aliveness he's alive um alive in peace uh, who our favorite Dumbledore is? TJ will go first. <laughs> I think you guys are gonna have the, uh, both have the opposite answer, Ooh, but okay. I don't have the context. Okay. My favorite is Michael Gambon. Okay, but that well, we're, be- we're just talking about the movies on this because movie. it's just oh, the just the movies. Just okay, the movies. yeah. All right, then mine's because really that's the only that's the main difference is yeah. the two portrayals. Well, mine's so Michael Gambon. TJ, mine's Richard. My what do you? Yours is probably Richard I as think well. Yours is Michael. Yeah, mine's Michael. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. the way you made I it sound really... earlier, I thought you were gonna be like, no, no, "Mine's no. Richard." No, I mean I really love both of them. I, I love just Richard. to to me it's like later on the stuff that Dumbledore has to do. You I just, couldn't picture Richard doing. I just couldn't picture. Richard I agree with that. Doing. I totally I, agree I, with I that. I think that's a fair. And I think it's just like, when you're talking. When you're talking, you're in the cave. <laughs> like yeah. I, and I don't even just mean at a physical standpoint. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't even just mean it as a physical standpoint. I just meant I just mean the look and just kind of the like. I know like, exactly what you mean. Yeah, like it's it's kind of indescribable, but but it's just he just had such an air of ancient and wisdom and stuff to him. I can't see him kind of getting down and dirty like Michael Gammon has to at some point. Do you know what I mean? Like fighting Voldemort one-on-one See, but in I, that kind of setting. I think his interpretation would have been the more genteel and calm but yeah, thunderous. That's yeah, like, that's how he is. Yeah. That's well, so... Michael could Gammon, you imagine, though? Could you imagine literally him like barely lifting a finger and being able to amass this huge storm behind him? Like, yeah. That, to me, was what I envisioned with like his eyes... Excuse me, like twinkling because constantly my eyes were twinkling under his underneath his half speckled glasses. Like mm-hmm. it's just who Dumbledore was mm-hmm. quiet but deadly. If he wanted to, he could have been a force of of this impulsive anger destruction. He didn't though. He only had to do it in times to protect his his kids, but barely, but interesting i mean he's they're both amazing oh yeah yeah. but like i also like it's the nostalgia of sorcerer's stone and chambers of secret was so appropriate for richard to be the because i can't picture michael being yeah i would agree with that i I can't picture michael i agree with that 100 percent. yeah uh let the feast come out yeah no he'd be like all right all right get the plates out when he's when he's like when he like he goes oh i think i'll be safe with a nice toffee and he goes oh Ewax. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just so. Exactly. Like, he's just so. But then again, also, it could be something that just. He's the only actor that, unfortunately, because he passed away, he's the only actor that did not 
we didn't get to see the physical difference between mm. the Chris Columbus yeah. and then the Alfonso Cuaron and onward. I know. We didn't see that. So maybe it would have been something that his beard would have been a little yeah. shorter. His his cloaks wouldn't have been as like com- as yeah, it might have been a little more like yeah. rough and tumble, right? Uh, or or not even yeah. just that, just a little more slender and sleek like kind of everything got. So yeah. and that's something we'll never know because unfortunately he never he never got the chance to to do that but um yeah i like michael it's just and i love richard too i love both of them it's just for me i just no but like they fit the movies that they had like absolutely god i literally couldn't see the other one in the other role at all like even though it's tragic like it fit it fit the fit the time absolutely yeah um i say oh i'm gonna end with uh if they do do curse child i do hope it's not Chris Columbus, I hope it's somebody else. Yeah. Uh, Give me Yates me. back. I'll take Yates. Yeah. I'll, I'll take, take Alfonso Chrome back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. We didn't even talk about Luna. We all love Luna. We oh, Luna. Her. Yeah. She's Luna's a queen. Yeah. She's an icon. Yeah. We stand her. Yeah. She's freaking hilarious. She's She was the comedic relief anytime you saw her face. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just wispy. She's great. <laughs> like the scene with the Converse hanging is so good. Oh, oh yeah. All right, well, I think that'll do it I'm for so this I'm so sorry. Week. This was a long-winded one, y'all. No, that's okay. It's not even as long as we have gone in the past. <laughs> that's but, true. But um, I'll say it for me. I've been one of your hosts, Sean Monk. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Let us know if you're watching this on the replay or anything like that or watching live. Comment down below. Let us know your uh, rankings of the eight Harry Potter films. Um, Maybe we swayed sure- you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, let us know. Did we change your mind on any of the films as well? Um, but uh, make sure to subscribe uh, on the YouTube. Make sure to follow us at uh, at the official PFN on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter. We're posting over there, you know, with different news, different videos, all that kind of thing, almost daily. Um, so make sure you're following on those platforms to uh, not miss anything that we're putting out. Um, that'll do it for me for episode sixty-two. Um, first. Thanks to Noel for joining us. Yeah. Of course. Do you have anything you want to plug or any? No. Anything you no. want to let people know? All right. No, I, I don't want my students to follow you. I, oh, I, that's I, true. I swore that's a lot. True. Yeah, that's oh, true. Okay. I did want to shout out, though. Like, okay. Sherry said that, yes, Luna. Uh, she also said that Ron is her favorite character. Um, yeah. Your mom is a queen. Okay. She's responded to all of this. She literally said that Hermione knows what to bring in the bad bag, et cetera, because she's a woman and girl. We always know what's needed. True. Girl Scouts are always more prepared than Boy Scouts. She also said, if you think of it, Ron has always been the one to save the day all the way back to Wizards. Chassis is a hero. That's true. That's true. Um, yep. She talked about the real uh, Wizard vs. Muggle as well. And then... Oh, your mom agreed that she said Richard with me. She said so much he could have done if he was still around for the later films. Mm-hmm. That's so much fun. Okay, thanks, ladies. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, and I'm TJ Cornwell. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. What Sean said, let us know uh, in the comments below. Which one's your favorite movie, your favorite book? Um, and any of the quick news we talked about. Um, oh, yeah. And let us know. And oh, be, be sure to tune in. Make sure you are subscribed. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell because we will be posting a bunch comment, on Friday like. um, for Disney Plus Day. Um So, yeah, don't miss any of those videos either. Yep. And uh, with that, we'll see you next time. Boom.